talking about the content of the Tzalem. The content of the Tzalem being the fact that Hashem creates a person in some way similar to Hashem. We already saw last time the simple chat, and that is that a person doesn't have a body. It's a mistake to think that that's a person similar to Hashem, because like we saw, that's not the person either. If a person thinks, ah, I'm similar to Hashem, what it means Hashem is like me, has a body, it's not that he doesn't understand Hashem. He doesn't understand himself. The echo of the person is not his body. The body, like you saw last time, is the clothing for the person to work in. And therefore, a person lived before he was in his body, a person lives after he's in his body. The echo of the person is the more premiumistic part of himself. Right now, in this world, it's inside his body. And in that inner level of a person, that is more similar to Hashem. The Gemara says in Brachas and Dafei, the Gemara says that, why does David Melech use the word Baruchi Nafshi as Hashem? Why Baruchi Nafshi? So the Gemara says over there that David Melech said that in five ways I see how Kodesh Baruch Hu works from the way I see Nafshi, how my Nefesh works. But just like the Nefesh is Raya Ve'en and Nere, just like the Nefesh of a person can see, but you can't see it, same thing Hashem is Raya Ve'en and Nere, which means the part of the person which sees is not his eyes, physically. He sees through his eyes. The part of the person which sees is his Nefesh. And it's a Mnuto Hashem. Just like the Nesham is Tahir, something Hashem is Tahir. Just like the Nefesh is Mamala is Kola Guf, the guf is a kli, it's something like a, which holds the neshama inside it. Selling a Kodesh Baruch is the matter is called We're not going to analyze all those five things one at a time now, we're going to discuss it later on. But just to show that therefore the concept of a person is, I don't mean my body. The concept of a person is my neshama, my nefesh. The ruchni is part of me, my identity. Okay, that was what we spoke about last time, this is just a brief summary. Now we said that's a simple chat when he said Apiyah Pashtanim and Rishonim. Now we're going to go a little bit deeper. And I'm going to share with you a principle of the Arizal, which uh, the Nev Shechaim doesn't go into, but in the footnote here he talks about it at great length. And the Nev Shechaim says like this. In the footnote he explains it, it's really the concept of the Arizal. The Arizal says like this. There are five levels to a person. There are five levels to a person. Each one deeper than the one before it. Each one on a more of a sticker level. And I'm going to give you the abbreviation and I'll tell you what they all called. The way to remember them is to remember the words Kol Tzameh. Kol Tzameh. Is Rosh Hashanah of the five levels of a person. The five levels are number one, Kalim, that's the Chof. Two, Levushim, that's the Lamed. Three, Slamim. Four, Tzlamim, from the word Tzalim. Number four, Moichin. And number five, Oiris. So these concepts obviously have the meaning of Kabbalah, but let's explain simply what the, in the words, terms that we can work with what they refer to. Again, Kol Tzame, Kalim, Levushim, Tzlamim, Moichin, Oiris. What are they? So let's start with the most external one first, the Kli. A kli, is like if you have your coffee cups in front of you, is something which holds something. Right? I can't, if I want a liquid, or if I want anything, by itself it's going to, I can't, I can't contain it somewhere. It's going to just flow to wherever the lowest point is. In order to hold something inside it, I have to have a kli. The kli doesn't just hold something, it defines each individual amount of liquid. So for example, otherwise, without, you have just a pool of water, but now that you have separate cups or separate containers, now each one's a separate unit because each one contains the water inside of it. So the first, the most outermost level of a person also is, is his kli, 
which defines him as distinct from other people. And the clay is the body. Inside the clay is all the other levels of ruchness. That defines the person and that can hold all the other levels inside it. That's the chaf, that's the clay. What's the point of it? In order to use it to act in this world. Since the world we're living in is a physical world, and therefore the way to interact with it is with the physical body. So we use our body, which is the key of the way of interaction with the physical world. A person leaves this world, she doesn't need the key anymore. He's leaving the world with, that's the, with the key he needed in order to act with, so the key stays over here, the body remains behind, and everything else goes back up to where it came from. The second level, the vushin. The vush literally means clothing. But we're not talking about the clothing you're wearing, because that's outside of your body. And it's not part of the person. That's something extra that you can wear. The devotion we're talking about here is the levush of the person's nefesh. The clothing of the nefesh. And what clothing does the nefesh wear? So Rechaim Vital tells us the levushim of the nefesh are a person's midas. A person's midas is his levush, is his clothing. It's the way that he, just like your clothing physically, is where other people see you. What they say about your per- what the person is clothing that's wearing. Let's say you see somebody, how you recognize him. A person's midas are the way be'etzim you get. At a deeper level, you see them. That's what they wear. You'll, if you know that you heard this idea that midas are called clothing, I'll tell you a number of psukim in Tanakh. Where that's exactly what Tanakh, the Gimposic says. Ba'yilbash t'staka kashiriyah. He wore t'staka like kashiriyah as the coat of armor. You can wear t'staka. Hashem malach geus lavesh. Hashem wears geus, that's a midah. Hashem wears it. It's a levush. Or it says, uh, Hanukkah, He was wearing a hat of, of Yeshua on his head. And therefore you see always, when you're talking about midas, whether it's people's midas or Hashem's midas, the concept of a midas is always clothing. It's the levush. It's the way that someone else sees, notices what you're doing. It's the way that you present yourself to someone else. Fine, so that's the second level, levushim. Then I'm going to jump slamming for now because that's one which we're going to explain to Sayyidina Kim. Right? We're going to see some where it comes in. And the next, so the fourth level up is Moichin. Moichin, just like the word Hebrew, Moyach, is your mind. Moichin literally means das, intelligence, knowledge. The level of a person is his ability to think, his ability to decide, his ability to understand. That's the Moyach of a person. The level of his understanding, the level of his knowledge. And then, the highest level is what you call iris. Literally, iris is light. But in the context of Kabbalah, R always means connection to Hashem. And therefore, iris is the point where a person connects to Hashem. You want to call it Kedusha, you can call it Kedusha. You want to know where a person is holding. If someone asks you, who are you? In what, def- in which level of these multiple levels that there are in a person do you define yourself as being? If you have to define yourself, who are you? Which naturally level do you go to? Do you think of yourself as your body, the way you look physically? Do you think of yourself as your midas? Do you think of yourself, some of us will talk about, do you think of yourself as your maichin? Do you think of yourself as the level of your connection to Hashem, your iris? 
Now all these levels are superimposed on each other. They're all levels in, in, with greater varying depth inside the person. They're all there. The question is just how much each one's developed. Okay. So the iris always come from Hashem. That's Pashat. Right, that's, uh, that, that's the amount of ruchnis a person has, the amount of connection he has. The Maichin, also. Right, how much das does Hashem give a person? The amount of intelligence, logic, understanding that Hashem gives a person also comes from him. And now we come to Bat. In those two areas, we get from Hashem, but there's a very big difference between what we have and what Hashem gives us. What Hashem has and what Hashem gives us. Right? I mean, we don't, as, as intelligent as a person can possibly be, as much as he can possibly know, we don't see our intelligence as anything coming close to Hashem's intelligence, not just in amount. It's not just Hashem knows much more than us. It's a different kind of understanding. The way we understand and the way Hashem understands is completely different. We spoke about this in Ikrim, I'm not going to go into the whole vibe again. We spoke about then how that's why for us it's a question that we don't know what's going to happen. Hashem does know what's going to happen. It's a different way of understanding. So we're not similar to Hashem. We, we can understand. We're not similar to Hashem in the way we understand. Iris as well. There's a big difference between Hashem who generates life and gives it to us and people who accept it. So yes, we're receiving, but we, it's, it's, it's always going to be that our Kaddish Baruch Hu is the source, the the source of life, and people accept life. So we get from Hashem, but we're not the same. Now let's talk about Tzlamim. What are Tzlamim? So we have to find them is like this. Tzlamim are kaifas. Abilities. It's not your mind, and it's not your medicine. It's the ability that you have. For example, a person has a certain strength in one area. That's an ability. He has a kayak to be good at something, he has a kayak to do something, that's an ability that has been given. We're talking about when Hashem gives a person, so one of the levels where Hashem gives a person is the abilities that he has, the strengths that he has. That's what we call Islam. Now here's the Chiddush of the Pasuk. When Hashem creates a person B'Tzalmoy 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 The Nefesh HaKarim is going to teach us that means that the point of similarity between a person and Hashem is in the Kaychas that Hashem puts into a person. The same Kaychot that Hashem used to create the world, the same abilities that He used in creating the world so he puts those kaychas into a person also. A person has those same abilities. Obviously to a smaller degree. Everyone has those abilities? Yes. To a lesser degree than Hashem. But everyone has those abilities. And what's that important for? And this is the, this is the point I'm trying to get to. Why is that important? And if Shachayim is going to say it later on, he tried that, but he already said the, the secret now. Because a person can also create a world. Okay. A person can also create a world. Just like Hashem used those kaychas that He put into the world to create this world, so a person also has the ability to create worlds. And I'm not saying something which is sounds crazy, but it's, I'm saying what the Pasuk says. I'll tell you what the Pasuk says. The Pasuk says in Yeshaya, I put my words in your mouth. Hashem is telling the Navi. 
covered you with my hands. What? So that you should be able to be not the shemaim, to spread out the shemaim, and to make the world firm. So Hashem gives the person that same ability. All humans or all ages? It's a good question. We're going to see. It's a good question. We're going to see. When Hashem said the Pasuk of Mitzalem and Adam, He was talking to all humans. So what happened to the guy? Well, it's a good question in Perikdalet. We'll talk about that. Now, what are these koyches? Where are they? And how does the person have them? So now we, this is the haktama we need to explain. We're going to say at the beginning of Perik Beis, which is where we hold it. And it says like this, Amna. The Havid in Amr B'Tselem Elokim Dafka. Why does the Dafka talk about the level of a person which is B'Tselem? And why does the Dafka use the name Elokim? He explains. Without Shem Achra, doesn't a different name of Hashem like Chud Kevavka or any of the other names of Hashem? Kishem Elokim Yodur Perushai. We know that the name Elokim means Shumayr Shuyusparach Shumay Baal Hakoychas Kulam. The name Elokim means Baal Hakochot Kulam. And all the powers of Hashem. Let me explain that. He says the commercial verb Torah and this is the Shulchan Aruch as well. That's the kavana a person is meant to have. When you talk about the name of Hashem Yud Kevavke, like every time you say Baruch Baruch Atah Hashem, what do you mean to think when you say Hashem? So the Shulchan Aruch says that the interpretation of the name Hashem Yud Kevavke is it's an acronym for Hoya Hoya Vaviya, which means not saying anything about Hashem, just that He exists. He exists, he'll always exist, and he always will exist. Let me say Lakeinu. Well, Lakim. What does that mean? Says the Shulchan Aruch. Lakim means Baal HaKaychus Kulam. What are the Kaychus we're talking about? So, out of all the names that Hashem has, and there are lots of them, we only find one name which can be used wrong, so to speak. Only one name can be used for Avedazar. And that's the name Elohim. We talk about Elohim Acherim. How can we use Hashem's name for Avedazar? What does when you say Elohim Acherim refer to Avedazar? What do we mean? So, the Rebbe Shachayim, the Ramban, they both explain it the same way. They explain like this. Elohim means a source of power. A source of power. Someone's ability to do something. That's why even the judge in the Torah is sometimes called Elohim. Elohim, that's the Kalel, is talking about the judge. Why? Because the judge is power. As far as in the case that he's judging, he can, he can make something happen. Elohim is a source of power. And now the Goyim looked at the world around him, and they saw various different powers which work in the world. For example, what do I mean by a source of power? What kind of Koyachas am I talking about? For example, there's a kayak in the world, let's say, which causes, which, which causes the rain. The kayak of rain. The kayak of the wind. The kayak of the sun. The kayak of plants growing. The kayak of life. There's lots of different, lots of different energies. If you want to use our more modern terminology, energies in the world. A verizaro is to see each one separately. Each one separately, each one's its own energy, its own source, its own force, its own ability. And therefore, they would try and deal with each of them on their own. The answer to our desire is that they aren't all separate forces. 
They're all forces, but they're coming from the same source. There's one, there's one Sharish, and they're all coming from that place. And that's what we call Baal HaKoyches Kodesh. All the forces in the world, any kind of strength, any kind of energy, anything which happens in the world, it's all coming from the same source. The Baal HaKoyches Kodesh. The source of all the different forces that there are, and that's Elokim. When we say Hashem, Elokeinu, we meant to think, all the, every different Koyach there is in the world, it's all coming from Him. It's all coming from Him. He's, he's the source of all these different things. And therefore, it says Nefesh HaChaim, when a person is created, B'Tselem Elokim, it means that the the the, the, the Koyach that Hashem gives a person is from the name Elokim, which means he also has a little bit of all those forces in him. He also has a little bit of all those strengths in him. Says the The way Hashem works, not like how people work. A person, if a person does a building, something out of wood, you're not creating the wood. Right? If you want to build in any kind of human building, all it has to be, I have the raw materials, I change the shape. I have the wood, I cut it to a certain shape. I have the stone, I, I build it into a certain form. I take something already created in the world and I can make it in a different way. And now that I've done that, if you return, I can make it into any shape, any, any structure I want. And what's going to happen? The builder can leave the building alone and the building will continue to stand. Why? Because what makes the building stand is the, is the strength of the rocks, or the bricks, or the, whatever he's put into it. It has nothing to do with him. All you did is put them in a certain, put them in a, together in a certain way. But the strength that they have is a rock. It has nothing to do with the person. And if that's the case, even if a person's koyach has left them, it remains standing. When you're talking about Hashem, just like in the original time when Hashem creates, Hashem's creation was, what we say, from nothingness. It wasn't something which existed and he formed it, he changed it, he shaped it in a certain way. It didn't, nothing existed. He created the existence of the things. Okay, it's the same thing now. The whole time, the whole kayak that they have, that they continue to exist. It's only because the whole time Hashem wants them to continue existing. And therefore, if for one second Hashem would stop the Koyach which is coming to them, then immediately everything would disintegrate and fall apart. In other words, the Koyach of creation of Hashem isn't the Koyach of creation using building blocks which already exist. If you're using something which already exists, then it existed before, it exists afterwards, and all I'm doing with it is changing it. But if creation is making something out of nothing, if that's the case, you have to keep making it. And Baragi you stop making it, it doesn't happen. Now, let's give an example which we can work with today to explain this point. Because today we have we understand what this means. And that is, like we said, you're going to build a building, you're going to build a model, you're going to build a table or a stand, it doesn't make a difference. You're using objects to build with, which already exist, and therefore it's just a matter of how I put them together. And they'll stay the same. But if you're creating power, if you're creating energy, 
So it only exists as long as I create it. Virega, it, stop, it stops. Let's talk about electricity as an example. Electricity isn't something which I can build with like a block. It just, it's an energy, it's a force. It only exists because the whole time I'm making it happen. In the case of Eretz Yisrael, for example, you have turbines which are producing electricity the whole time. The turbine stops as no electricity. It's not something which can happen in advance, and I can, because I wanted it, yes, it'll happen today. Right? It happens because it's happening now. I'm making it happen now. And I stop making it happen, then it stops working. That's the way the whole generation exists. It exists in the fact that Hashem is making it happen now. And if Berega for one second could stop it happening, that would be the end. Let's give another example, something a bit closer to home. A person's heart. In order to live, a person's heart needs to beat. You can't rely on the beating yesterday to keep you alive or to store heartbeats in advance. It's something which has to happen right now. And if a person's heart stops for a few minutes, the person's dead. Right? So it means it's something which has to be always happening in order to keep the person alive. And that's the same thing. When, you, when you're talking about building with energy as opposed to building with blocks, then you understand it's something which is constant. Another example, fire. It's the same thing. Fire only exists as long as it's burning something now. As the regular fire stops burning, it doesn't exist anymore. You want to create a fire, you have to constantly be feeding it fuel. You stop feeding it fuel, the fire goes out. It doesn't last. And now that you understand science a little bit better, we understand that there's nothing at all in the whole world which doesn't work like this. Even something like the wall behind you or the floor we're standing on is made up of atoms. And the structure of the atom is energy. It's the speed which the neutron is uh, spinning around the nucleus which holds it together. Even though it looks like a solid thing which is existing on its own, really everything is made up of energy. That kayak, an energy which is always holding everything together, it has to be there the whole time because things won't live without it. That's the, what we call the kayak Hashem puts into the world. And this is an important point because it's constantly there. Now, when we say that a person is similar to Hashem, that he has, he's created B'Tzalem Elohim. That Hashem lets him use those koichas also. It's the same idea. He has the ability to create koich. Not just to create things. This is the important point. The person's creativity is not just that he can make sculpt sculptures or build buildings or make roads or whatever it's going to be. That's dealing with physical building blocks which already exist and you're just reorganizing them. The, the ability of a person to use koich, like Hashem uses koich, is to create things which have to be there right now. As, as opposed to creating objects, it's creating energy. It's creating power. And that's how Shem keeps the world going. The world works in that, that, like you can see. Whether it's electricity, whether it's a human body, whether it's fire, whether it's the nucleus of every atom, all the examples I gave. Right? The world works in constant energy. Where is the source of all of that? What's providing that energy the whole time? That's what we say, as we explain later. We say, There's a constant creation happening. In other words, that the Hashem is always sending that kayak to the world. And for one second it will stop, the world will go back to nothing, it will disintegrate. Now, that's the kind of kayak Hashem gives a person. When we say a person is created with Tzalem Elohim, and he also has kayak, he also has a Tzalem, an image of, a similarity to Elohim, it means you also can use those kayak, those sources of kayak. And therefore, you can also create power. 
This is a deep understanding. So can we give an example of a, a person that can create power? I understand. I was going to give an example in a second. This is a deeper understanding of what it means that a person is created with telemelokim. Like we said, the levels above that, Moichin and Iris, we get from Hashem, but we're not comparing to Him. When it comes to using Kaich, right, so then a person similar. A person similar. Where's an example of this? This is not the example he's going to give now, he's going to give it much later, but it's the easiest example to understand. And then Shachayim himself says, that if it would be one second that there wouldn't be literary in the world, we'll, we'll disintegrate. Which means that Hashem has given the person the responsibility to generate the power which keeps the world going. Once you've put it onto the outer learning constantly, which keeps the world going, in, what you're really saying is, it doesn't help you learn last night. It doesn't help you finish Seder two hours ago. What's going to be now? If there be one second without the world will disintegrate. So what are we providing the world with? We're providing it with Koch. We're giving it the constant energy it needs to go. Now, where does a person have that ability? That the world's in your hands. You're the one who's holding the plug, so to speak. You're the one who's giving it the energy to exist. Yes, that's called Tzadim Elokim. That's called Tzadim Elokim. You've been given that Koyach to create the power which runs the world. And this is one example. There are going to be lots more examples. But that's an idea of this, 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 that, 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 how that, the ability to provide energy, the ability to provide Koyach, which makes the world run, Hashem gives to people. And that's unique. It's a mind of a person who's created with Tzadim Elokim. He's given the ability to use this koch. This is an important point. This is an important point. Because a person otherwise thinks of the scope of what he can do as action. But action regarding things which are already created. A person doesn't think of himself as the one who's providing power. I'll give you an example. We say it every day, at least here in Eretz Yisrael. We say that Tamir Chachamim are called builders. Verab Shalom Bonaich, Atikri Bonaich, your sons, Ela Boynaich, your builders. Right? Now, when do we see Tamir Chachamim called builders? If someone's building a skyscraper, we see, wow, he's a builder. He builds. Why do you think of Tamir Chachamim as being a builder? You can say lots of nice things about the Mechon, but why builders? What they're building exactly? So I'll answer that also. But the first point is, here, they're keeping the world going. They're, they're building the power which generates, which keeps the world alive. As opposed to people who are building with cement, who are building with steel, whatever it is, they're using objects which already exist, and they're just frame, forming them into the frame of a skyscraper, of an of a office tower, whatever it's going to be. It's not, it's not building actively. It's using inanimate things to build. And, they don't need, and the boulder can disappear. The building will stand. Once it's built, it has nothing to do with them anymore. Mashainkin, if what you have to build, you have to build koyach, you have to build energy, then it needs the person building it to be doing it the whole time. Once you disappear, then the, no one's providing it anymore. That's, we created Ishmael? In that sense. In other words, the koyach we're creating is Ishmael because it's something which has to be constant. When we talk about Hashem creating Hashem, it means there was Ayin. Hashem gives us the ability to start with, but now we're creating with it and we're creating the power. Right. And that's the, the Oymek of what the Tzalim That's the highest level in which a person acts the same way Hashem acts. We say that a person builds the world. We're going to see there's only two. 
Number one, this world. Once it's put into human beings' hands, then they have to re- be responsible for maintaining it. And number two, we're going to still talk about this later on. I'll just finish the, the idea here, now, for now, and we'll understand it later. Aylam Abba. Aylam Abba. It's a world which is given to a person, but it's given to him to build for himself. The Pasuk says in Kehades, Adam a person is going to his own world. Your Adam Abba is your world. And your world means you're given the ability to build it. What your Adam Abba is going to be is what you build for yourself. Hashem, we're still going to explain later on what that means.